Welcome everyone to episode five of the knockout. You know, finally got this one in the you know going. All that seems like the season has been um, riddled with delays. So between the extra characters and the delays, the season's lasting longer than I thought it would. So, well, I guess that saves me from too much planning too quickly for season four. So, but let's get the show started. We had a last minute um, cancellation with Mint Hunter Comics. He was. Um, in the New York area, he wasn't affected by Ida or it was hit by the hurricane, but his the storm that went through in the area, house problems with the home he was buying. So he was not able to make this first round doing home repairs. So perfectly fine and acceptable. You know, we take care of you and this show can wait. But we found a substitute with Rob Worst from Not Mere Mint. So I have to thank Rob for joining us. So let me introduce Rob from Not Near Mint. How's it or yeah, not near Mint. How's it going? You are correct, sir. Good to see you. And I'm hoping that the destruction in his home isn't nearly as bad as uh, we all kind of think it might be. Because just imagine a room like this underwater. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And also welcome Puff Comics 83, my Spider-Man brother arguing for cosmic spider-man so i'm really looking forward to his argument welcome puff how's it going it's going fine you know i had to change my avatar to cosmic spider-man since i'm defending him yeah. and uh you will be seeing this image because uh my internet's been up up and down so you know i'm not gonna have on be on camera but you'll get to see cosmic spider-man and i'm gonna try and do my best to to defend him yeah well, we uh, yeah. Well, we don't require on screen for this show because we do we do recognize that some people are better suited for radio. So, <laughs> I'm I'm included. I just like to be in front of the camera. So, <laughs> you don't yeah. need to to validate that for us. We love to see you just the way you are, and I would love to see Puff, but I understand his position needing to uh, not show his face because he needs to read from a cue card. Awesome. Well. Yeah. Everyone, everyone by now should know the rules. Um, you get one free official challenge if Puff or Rob says something that you know an argument that well that doesn't quite fit because it's not fair to my, me for this character or this argument wise. You get one challenge, one official challenge. In which case, the other side gets to present their argument. You guys get to defend it, and I will make a decision. But otherwise, it's no holes, no bar. Get down in the mud and have some fun. So I am not, um, I'm pretty loose with the rules otherwise. So I just had the one official challenge just to make it interesting, you know, like uh, your lifeline and Jeopardy or something like that. I forget the show. Man. Anyway, Man, Puff new, is going to go first. New what? World Order trying to put the pressure on me, telling me to beat the piss out of Rob. I'm like, nah, man. <laughs> I don't want to beat the piss out of anyone. I'm not a violent person and I love Sean. All right. Um, so, all right. So we're going to get started. Puff is going to go first. With uh, you know, so with his opening statement, then we go to Rob for his opening statement, and then we get down and dirty into the fight. So take it away, Rob or Puff, sorry, with your opening statement. Well, um, Cosmic Spider-Man is a character that you know he has history, and he was part of one of the biggest uh, crossover events back in the late '80s, early '90s, and that was the Acts of Vengeance, and that's where the genesis of the Cosmic Spider-Man character came into play because originally the cosmic powers of the unif power is originally from captain universe captain universe is this godlike character that you know always shows up when there's a major threat and 
and it enables it takes the body of a host because you know it's not really a, a person it's a, a being it's a sentient and it enables a host to do the battles for it and in this particular situation it got peter parker better known as spider-man and during that whole event he had to battle loki's tri-sentinel and once he got the powers he realized that he was so powerful and invulnerable that nothing can really stop him. You know, he was able to defeat the Tri-Sentinel. And, you know, as he went through the acts of vengeance, dealing with characters like Magneto and and even having a battle with Greyhawk, Spider-Man realized that he can't be beat. Like, his, his body is invulnerable to pain. You know, he has these cosmic-like powers where he can manipulate energy and use it again against other people by shooting powers out of his hands. Like, there was a part, and I think it was Web of Spider-Man, where he defeated Goliath by just blasting energy out of his hands. And, you know, and even even that, you know, kind of shocked Spider-Man. And, you know, he can use his web, web uh, abilities because of the cosmic powers. He can use that and actually transform his weapon into a, a, a piece of metal, adamantium, you know, even a glove or whatnot. And his powers got enhanced so much that, you know, he became invulnerable. He can manipulate matter. You know, there's all these different types of powers that he has that, you know, he didn't know really how to use them, but he used them to the best of his abilities to, to, to end the threat that came out of it. And one thing about Peter Parker is that we all know he goes based off the with great power comes great responsibility. And with him getting all this power, you know, that's a lot of responsibility that he has to deal with. But, you know, when these threats are popping up and he's going to continue to stop them, he realized he can't be beaten. Nobody really can defeat Cosmic Spider-Man. Like, he got the powers of an actual god. You know, Captain Universe powers are very godlike and cosmic energy all these um different abilities that how how can anybody beat them you know yeah. and that was that's the thing with doing my research on cosmic spider-man is that you know he never really lost a battle until later on and i'll, I'll probably get into that but he's just so powerful that he can do anything, manipulate uh, other people's energy. You know, he can turn anything that's thrown at him into power of his own and redirect it back at them. And, you know, his powers are basically like nuclear force. You know, <laughs> whether it's electromagnetic, you know, or gravitational pull, he has the power of flight. He can fly anywhere. He can go up in the space. You know, it's pretty much, you know, universal when it comes to Cosmic Spider-Man. And his powers just have so much energy and, and it's so invulnerable that I don't know what really can defeat him when it comes to these villains. You know, the normal villains couldn't defeat him. They struggled with him as Spider-Man, but now as a Cosmic God, like, they, they can't even mess with him. It's like, try your best, man. Everything you throw at him is, is just going to not even tickle him, you know, so he's just going to go out there. He's going to beat them. 
And at the end of the day, he's going to realize whether or not he really wants these powers. Because that's the one thing about Spider-Man and Peter, Peter Parker himself is that as powerful as he is, do he really want to be this powerful? And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a struggle with him. You know, like the what if Spider-Man kept his cosmic powers, you know, he battled Thor in that book and punched Thor to the to space. But the one thing about Thor is that he can fly back. Unlike when he battled Greyhawk, he punched him in the space and Hulk can fly back. And Hulk is one of the strongest. Even if that was Greyhawk, it's still a strong character and he was just able to punch him straight into space, to the moon. So Spider-Man knows that he's overpowered and he always try and wonder if that's something that he wants to be. But when he's at his peak in terms of learning his powers and, and utilizing them, he really can't be beat. And, and the more he learns them and the more he tries the different ways of how to master his powers, like he'll, he will become an actual god. Like he already got the powers of the god, but once he masters them, he can't be stopped. So mm-hmm. I just feel like Cosmic Spider-Man is going to learn, adapt, and then become an actual god and can't be beat. Awesome. Well, that was a very good and very thorough introduction. Very good. All right, Rob, what does the Mistress of Magic have to say about that? You're muted. All right. Way to start off a presentation, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So my friend Stay Puffy has all some very, very valid points. Uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, we, we know how Pete is as a person, as a human being, evolving from a teenager, wet behind his ears. He's been in his rounds of fights through his 20s, his 30s. He's an experienced fighter, sure. Uh, yet at the same time, having the uh, the Unimine power, having the, basically the power cosmic, uh, with the Enigma force, it is a very raw power. It's something that he doesn't take hold of immediately. It's just raw power. He can shoot some laser beams like crazy, but he doesn't exactly know how to rearrange matter. That takes a little bit more time for him to wrap his mind around. Now, we have a real magician, somebody that isn't just a learned magician. She had the father, uh, Giovanni Zatanna Zatara, Uh, So that was the person that she would learn it from. It's great that if you're a magician that you have somebody to teach you. It's another thing if you're born into magic. Now, Zatanna does have a mother by the name of Sindela, and Sindela was part of a race known as Homo uh, Magi, and the Homo Magi was from a different alternate dimension entirely uh, made up of creatures that were basically like you and me, humans, but were capable of full-on magic. And eventually they kind of like to put it to it with the the Homo sapien race, you know, the rest of us here on Earth. And eventually they gave birth to Zatanna. And she didn't know her powers straight out the gate. It was like having that raw power cosmic that Cosmic Spider-Man had. And it came for a time that way back in 64 when she first came about, You know, they didn't even put her on the cover. That was how unimportant she was back then. The second time you wound up seeing her, she she barely even managed uh, to to even make the the bare corner there. She had to really evolve as a character. And that came with it all of her magic. She had that raw power cosmic from the very beginning. 
And she got to hone it by a, a very specific technique. And this technique is something called uh, legomancy. And legomancy is when you can speak backwards. And when you speak backwards, you channel that. You hone that energy. It's kind of like Spider-Man with the power cosmic, just focusing his finger and blasting a beam right out of it. Uh, well, Zatanna doesn't even really need to do that. She can do spells without even speaking, and there's even been times when she was restrained, because DC just likes to bind and gag women. It's just a weird thing over there. Don't ask me, that's the writers. So they once bound her, and she wrote out a spell in her own blood, and that shows you just how powerful she is. So let's get into an actual round between one-on-one, -on -one when you wind up actually having a Cosmic Spider-Man and a Zatanna. And truly, you have somebody with raw power, that Cosmic Spider-Man that's fought the battles between the Sinister Six. But the reality is, is that you have a magic user that by speaking one word alone, I mean, she can speak a phrase such as, forget Enigma Force. And automatically he forgets the Enigma Force. Or unravel, a very simple word. And he just spindles out until he becomes just nothing but atoms and neutrons and electrons exploded out to the stars. Or just simply one word which perhaps if you're Zatanna, Zatara, you should never read the Torah because if you speak a three-letter word, die, well, in the Torah, it's Eid. And if you say Eid in front of uh, Cosmic Spider-Man, that's it. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Well, that's the problem. Well, that's the interesting conundrum we have with your map magic gear. So I am looking forward to this. Cosmic Spider-Man versus Zatanna. So... Let's get down to the mix. I do have one brief question, I guess, for both of you, just so I can help. How exactly does is cosmic the cosmic power kind of because I know some of it, but I'm not 100 sure. Is it kind of like magic in itself, or is it kind of slightly different? Help me and anyone else who's not entirely familiar with either character. Where does this cosmic versus magic fall into the list as far as how you define so, them? Being that we're talking about two different universes between you know DC and Marvel, uh, they're going to have its own rules in general. But when you talk about just cosmic power in and of itself, I would think that that would be something uh, almost eldritch godlike, being something so <laughs> old and magic coming just from the same being uh, science that's just unlearned by minds of today. Uh, it's just a power that's so old that it, the roots of it are so forgotten that it's just entwined in the creation of all civilization that ever existed from the first being that stumbled forth from an ocean or space. Okay. All right, so let's, no, let's, let's throw it up in general. Whoever wants to answer first, how is each character attacking the other? Is there, I mean, is there a weakness that I don't see? You know, how is Cosmic Spider Man going to go after a magic user, and how is Zatanna going to handle a person who can literally go all over the universe without limitations? I mean, Cosmic Spider Man can move at light speed, right? Yeah. That I was about to say, he can move at light speed, and we all know that Spider-Man is already sp fast, you know, with his web slinging, but now with the cosmic power, you know, that, he don't even need to web sling. He can just attack Zatanna before she even say a word real quick, and, you know, one thing that also has an improvement on his powers is that the matter manipulation 
gives him the power to read minds, you know, oddly, and influence human emotion and sensation. So if if the, if we're talking about, let's say, an experienced cosmic Spidey, you know, who actually learned the powers and mastered them, then he can really do some damage to Zantana utilizing the mind reading and human emotion aspect of it. Because remember, Cosmic Spidey is also a sentient being that, that is using his body to give them these powers. So he can definitely, you know, read Zantana's mind and figure out the type of spells that she could use to hurt him and he can strike before she even attempt to even say those words. You know, so Cosmic Spidey... I, I give Rob the edge in terms of if this was him when he first got the powers, then yeah, Zantan would would have the edge over him. But if we're talking about an okay. experienced Cosmic Spidey, and there is an experienced Cosmic Spider-Man in Earth-13 who maintained the Enigma Force and was Cosmic Spider-Man for majority of his run there, then she would have a problem because he done mastered his powers. Okay, I'm going to give you all of those bonus points. Uh, I, I just do want to have a, a chance to uh, give a cross to Mr. Uh, Puff. Am I allowed to ask him a couple questions? Oh, you guys, are, you guys are more than welcome to. If you want to ask questions or just debate, like I said, okay. I, I, have no, I have no real structure formal other than here's the intro, here's the conclusion, and here's your one official challenge. Now play nice. Ding, ding, ding. Nope, love <laughs> playing nice. And I, I love Puff. I, I love your channel. I love Spider-Man. And the thing is, is that Peter is a great, nice boy, born uh, of two great parents, raised by, you know, May, Ben, taught him power responsibility. So he's at heart a very good person. Y you would agree with that. Yes, Sean? Yes. Okay. Yes. You would also agree that uh, that Spider-Man is very noble. He doesn't kill. Uh, mm -hmm. Even with, uh, I'll even put the stipulation there, even when he had the, the black uniform that took over his mind and he became more violent, he still refrained himself. And I'm not talking about the Zadarsky what if where he killed, but in the actual canon, he never actually killed anybody. Correct. Okay, um, so Spider-Man lives by a code of ethics, right? Yes. Um, but even when the chips are down, there's almost nothing he wouldn't do, right? Mm. But he won't kill. Yes. He. See, here's the thing. Spider-Man's not a killer. But with this power force, and he knows that he's overpowered to the point where he can accidentally kill somebody. So he's got, he's going to be smart to try and figure out a way not to over abuse his power to kill somebody. Number with Zantana, he knows she's going to be a powerful magician and he's going to have to figure out ways to how to take her out without trying to kill her. Magician, sure, but powerful. I'm going to just show you her body. I mean, I'm not going to remark on her body. We don't want to comment on it. I'm sure that this would distract Peter, but ultimately this is just oh, a man. very frail human body. If he punches her once, that would pretty much kill her, right? And he would be able to, with the telepathy through uh, the cosmic power, just be able to read that if one punch, and if this girl doesn't put up her magic power, I could tear her right in half. I would kill her. And if the cameras are on me, 
uh, it would prove J. Janaya Jameson right that I am a menace. I am a killer. I would have to step down as Spider-Man and I would have broken the code of Uncle Ben, would I have not? Yes. But okay, uh, and this isn't to say that Spider-Man would hold back his punches because he would still want to win. I understand yes. this. But having all that being said, Zatanna, uh, there was a time during Identity Crisis that you had this real bad dude, Dr. Light. And Dr. Light was, and DC was a weird time then. Uh, he was a rapist. And did some horrible things to Sue Dibney. And because of that, the Justice League said, hey, um, Zatanna, we know that you're really powerful. We just don't want to push some boundaries, but we really think you should kind of erase his mind. And it was an ethical question, but she did it. And then even one step further, she took it to Batman when Batman relented and said, this is unacceptable. This is akin to lobotomizing another human being. This is unacceptable. And what did she do? She did the same thing to Batman, erased his mind of the entire event. Didn't even remember that he was in the room as uh, Dr. Light was lobotomized. All he knew was that uh, this character that might have been dangerous at one time is now just slow and not very capable as a villain. She was able to compromise ethics in a way that Spider-Man cannot. While she might not kill, and that has been kind of tested by different writers, and her powers by different writers are very wildly different. <coughs> when it comes really down to it, despite whoever's writing it, she just has to say one word uh, even out of spite, malice, or just fear, and Cosmic Spider-Man forgets how to even breathe. Right. I well, have... are, are we talking Cosmic? You talking Peter Parker, or are we talking the entity that has hosts on his body? I'm talking the Enigma Force that is taken over uh, Peter Parker. Peter Parker is still in control. We'll, we'll even give it to you that he has had the, the power cosmic for about 10 years, 20 years even, enough where he's fully mastered it. Uh, as long as he still has family, as long as he still has MJ, and hell, it's been 10, but, 20 but, years now, he's probably had a day. The Earth-13 cosmic Spider-Man is not married. He does not have an MJ. He doesn't he, have an MJ, but right he, now in the current storyline, basically just live life as Cosmic Spider-Man. So he he don't really focus on family because he just focus on being Cosmic Spider-Man. But he still had Aunt May. He still he got still had people that rooted him as a human being back to Earth. But, had there and, been nobody in his life? and everyone's dead, maybe perhaps you could take that next step to go, you know what, nothing really matters in the universe, and maybe I should get rid of all these bad guys because then they won't kill anybody. Hey, here's Zatanna. I'm not even going to question it. Bang, she's dead before I even realize it. That is the only way that Cosmic Spider-Man could do it, and he would have to get rid of his morality, which in essence <laughs> would no longer be Spider-Man at that point. Well, he can He can always use his cosmic endow the web weapon to contain Zantana, you know, because they're so powerful that they can change into any form that he wants it to be. You know, if, if he knows that her voice can be as powerful as anything, you know, he can contain her with the power of the weapon 
that is, can transform into any type of matter that he wants it to be. You she know, could have a tattoo already on a portion of her body that all she has to do is think about it, and that spell has already been casted. It's been done in the past. I have a question for both of you. Can either character go to a different dimension, different universe? Since both this is, this is Marvel versus DC, can they go to different universes like um, like the Flash did in the TV show I went to Earth 2 or 3 and all that? Can they go to different universes? It's funny that you ask that because while one of his powers <laughs> is transdimensional travel, one of his weaknesses is that he can't ex he can't go to another dimension with the Enigma Force because he's the Enigma Force is tied to the dimension that he's in. Whereas if he leaves that dimension, he becomes regular Spider-Man. Yeah, it's kind of weird that way because you would think that it would almost act like a Green Lantern that from sector to sector, whether you're in 28114 or 2814 is Hal Jordan. If you go to another sector, he's still going to be uh, Hal Jordan Green Lantern and he's not going to lose anything. The Enigma Force is a limiting factor by that. But at the same time, Zatanna is still just a human being and you put her out into space and her head is going to probably explode or she's just going to crystallize into ice. But there's still magic that you can dis... You can kind of slough that off. Death. Uh, it is just a form of magic. And when she spent her entire life reading nothing but books, all she has to do is go back into her memory banks, her, her memory palace, if you will, and she is right back there. She can go right back into her own dimension, which is like a pocket dimension, her own house, that if an intruder happened upon it, it's now a death trap. So while Spider-Man could transport her to another universe, much like a Green Lantern, she could have a force field around her where she is very capable, could still talk, could still perform spells. Uh, she could trap him right back into her own dimension. It's kind of a draw once you take them outside of their elements from where they normally tend to be by putting them into interstellar space. So really, Spider-Man and Zatanna should be kept earthbound. Yeah. I mean, because my opinion is this whole this all depends on who launches the attack kind of thing. If both characters can basically rip the other out of their universe, then Cosmic Spider-Man really needs to be on the offensive here because that's where he's the most powerful. If he can bring her over because he cannot leave his universe to go into the DC or he becomes regular Spider-Man, if he gets yanked out of his, then I still think he might be able to stand a chance against the magic user since he does have magic in his own his own universe. But it's much less harder. It's like it's like going it's like going 15 rounds in a in a boxing match after you've had no sleep, you know, over the night. You know, you can still fight, but it's gonna be a lot harder of a climb. So it all depends on where this matchup takes and who basically launches the attack first. If Spider Spider-Man knows um magic is tricky, even with magic, even with my powers, I better launch the attack first, then he might stand the best chance. I just still think that because Spider-Man is tied to Peter Parker as a human being, that he's not going to be the same type of warrior that Thor would, where Thor has that magic and the endurance and is a god and would eventually put her down uh, because he's willing to kill. Phoenix, 
the same thing. Godlike entity and the endurance would never stop and is willing to kill. Spider-Man has ethics. And as Sean has already told everybody out there in the audience, his ethics are what make Spider-Man Peter Parker himself. And without them to violate that, it, it breaks away from the tradition of the story. It breaks in the tradition of the character and it wouldn't be Spider-Man anymore. It would cause the, the reading population to go, this isn't Spider-Man, he kills. Imagine when we saw Batman in 1989 and the movies go, oh my God, did he just shoot that person? <laughs> it, yeah. th th this battle is a difficult battle because of Peter's ethics and stuff, you know. But I, I want to still lean towards Spider Man, and like the only way he was defeated in that Earth uh, thirteen Spider Man was having his life force drained by mm -hmm. an entity that was you know powerful enough to drain life forces, and that he lived off of energy. You know, that was the only way he can defeat Cosmic Spider-Man. And it was only the original one, the father, who was basically the original. The kids had the gen genetics built into yeah. them where they couldn't have absorbed the cosmic power. Yeah, so, you know, un unless, like, she can use different various magic attacks, but is it going to work, you know, against a cosmic being? Even if she has that cosmic-type power... You know, will will the the power cosmic power between the two cancel each other out? We don't know that. You know, will her magic be able to to, to shut down cosmic Spider Man? It's 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 not one hundred percent feasible. Yeah. And, and I just feel that <clears throat> Peter is going to try and figure out a way to defeat her without killing her because that's what Spider Man do. He knows that he's not going to kill. But he's gonna rise above it, and we've seen Spider-Man rise above everything. Like he always pushes forward to try and win the battle. But he's got to have those ethics and morals, and and he can't let this power consume him. Because one thing about the cosmic entity is that if you start to go evil, and the 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 Enema force feels that, then it abandons your body. And he, he he can't allow that to happen. If if he's still cosmic Spider-Man for many years, he can't show any signs of evil. And if you kill Zatanna, which is kind of like killing good, he would be becoming evil and he would no longer carry that rank anymore. So, he'd be so stripped of it and then he'd it, be put on trial for it, murder. It, it's, it's pretty much like a loss, even if he wins. Yes, it's not even a Xanatos gambit. And a Xanatos gambit would be fantastic because even if you lose, you win. And Zatanna would be in that kind of realm because no matter what, she no one knows who she is. And the reason because of that is because we, we know Spider-Man. We know of yeah. Spider-Man because he is defined by all of his villains, all of his great villains that are willing to take him on because, hey, he's pretty human. I can take him on. It's just kind of like a fun day of the week for a villain. For Zatanna, can any of us name one person? I mean, outside of perhaps Morgana and that Morgana's other people's villains. Can we name one direct villain that's tied to Zatanna? We can't because she's too powerful. It's one of those characters that are part of the DC universe that are so powerful that you have to get 
really god-tier writers like Alan Moore to write somebody like Swamp Thing. Uh, when you have a character like Madame Xanadu, somebody who's just as powerful, pretty much as much, or if not more so than uh, Zatanna, they have to make her into an anthology series because she's so powerful. Uh, to have characters like that running around, it, it doesn't make for great storytelling. It makes for great uh, ex machina characters that can arrive at any point to go, hey, I'm just going to utter one word, walk off, and I save the day otherwise known as Captain Marvel in uh, Marvel's Infinity War. So having Zatanna around, no matter what, she's going to walk away winning because she has the ethics compromise that Peter Parker, whether he has God-tier powers that he's had for years or not, it's just something that Peter can't push himself to do, to kill a woman, to kill, rather to beat, to harm another woman. While he did do that to, to Mary Jane in that one storyline a long time ago that's been retconned ever since, it's because that wasn't really Peter to the fans. And no fan would accept a Peter Parker that would kill or harm, really, and, somebody, and, and, somebody like this. <laughs> Can't kill them legs. Can't kill them legs. And and you alluded to earlier about, you know, <laughs> that not only Peter won't kill, but his power set is still so powerful. How can you even make stories about it? And that's why Cosmic Spider-Man doesn't have enough history as Cosmic Spider-Man. It's pretty much acts of vengeance, the what-if issue where he what if he kept his cosmic powers in the, the Spider-Verse? And that's about it. You know, like when you have a character that's yeah. too powerful, they become boring, and you just don't really want to read too many stories about them. Or you wind up having the equivalent of the the villains, like, okay, I'll use for an example, Morlin. We remember when he was first introduced with the, the J. Michael Straczynski yeah. run back in uh, Volume 2, Issue 30. So that character was unstoppable right unstoppable. at first. Peter Parker just had no idea how to beat him. And then finally he did. And then he appeared again. Oh my God, he's still kind of unstoppable, but uh, beat him again. And then every single subsequent time, Moreland's sort of become a joke. So much to the point that the whole rest of his family realizes that he's kind of a joke too. It's the de degradation mm -hmm. of fall off because the character is way too powerful. So either you have to nerf the character by taking away some powers, like what they did with Spectrum, Monica Rambeau, uh, it, they haven't nerfed either the character. So they just took away power, the power cosmic and took away the series of Zatanna with the final issue 16 because uh, we don't know what to write with her anymore. <laughs> Ron made the argument that Peter's too moral. Would Zatanna be too moral to kill? I mean, yeah, it all depends really on placement of the battle. Like I said, if Spider-Man goes into her universe, he's no longer cosmic. But then it all comes down to the characters. I have no, I have no idea the, like I said, if Zatanna kills or not. And I don't know if she would call him back up if, if she could. Whereas Spider-Man has always been a loner, cosmic or not. He wouldn't really have much. He doesn't really get back up much. Mm, he has the new Avengers. And, you know, uh, Zatanna also has Justice League Dark, the regular Justice League. I mean, either side, no matter what, you can pull God-tier characters from either side. Both have a very well-rounded family to help. 
but just on its own, it, it just seems as though Zatanna is willing to do things that Peter is not. Interesting. Yeah. So it is, it is just a very interesting argument too. It also, it just depends on placement. It depends on how it depends also, I guess, too, how we qualify winning and all that. We just, you know, is, you know, do we, because Spider-Man won't kill, does she kill? So it all depends, you know, your, your level of winning could be you could just erase his mind, lobotomize him, if you will, just like uh, what she did to Dr. Light. It's been proven and it's been canon in story. She's willing to do that to villain and hero alike. That's if, if she can get up close to him real quick, because remember, he got the power of, of light speed. So, you know, by the time she's trying to stick those fingers out, he can quickly move out of the way. So it, it, this is a battle that... I mean, it's cute to think that she would actually have to stick her fingers out. All she would have to do is really think it at this point because she's done that job to erase minds more than once, more than twice, probably more than a handful of times to know, you know, uh, this isn't my first rodeo. I can erase somebody's mind anytime I want. And if there's this spider bug creature that I've been overhearing from some journalist calling a menace at all times, I might be on my guard to be willing to say, hey, forget who you are. Forget how to use your powers. I don't even need to speak it. And, you know, Biggie is saying they're not, they aren't evenly matched, but, you know, you can never tell with somebody who's a powerful magician what they can do. And that's exactly. why they hold that's their why, card close to the vest. That's why uh, Cosmic Spider-Man do have to be wary about that. He he has to win the fight quickly. Like, there's no such thing as an extended fight. He will have to win oh, quick. And you are done. very much correct there. No matter what, this is a battle that would not be like Goku versus no. uh, Superman that would take years because they're so evenly matched and their endurance is so great. This would be a... Uh, an old samurai battle where you're watching two people with their swords drawn on the battlefield. They rush towards one another, a single blade strike, and it's done because one person's cut in half. One person's just going to hesitate because they're a good human being and the other person uh, has done some shitty things and is just, uh, I'm sorry, some terrible things that they're still trying to atone for. And Spider-Man has watched horrible things happen and is trying to atone for. One is heavy metal and the other is Nirvana. Inward hatred and outward hatred. Um, do we have anything further to add to in our arguments or do we want to wrap up of closing statements since we're 40 minutes in? I think I wrapped up my case. And all that. So do we do you wanna just go ahead and go into closing mode? Do you guys let's do closing? Buff, you got anything more to add before we do closing? I will say that you no, know, as interesting and complex this battle is if Spider-Man, especially Cosmic Spider-Man, uses the, the the mind powers that he developed, having the powers and knowing that he's up against a magician that can just say a word and take him out or, you know, make him drop, he needs to win this battle very quickly. And with the powers that he has, the manipulation of, of powers and the speed and if he can use the weapon to tie her down, you know, mute her to stop her from actually casting spells and saying something, then, you know, he can take this battle and win it without creating a casualty. You know, he he can definitely take her down without, you know, 
putting harm on and, and killing her so he can maintain his ethics. But he will have to do it quickly because Zantana is not somebody that he wants to trifle with, even with him being godlike powerful. You know, because like I said, she can say a word and change everything. So he needs to be smart and take her out of the picture in terms of defeating her and get it done. Awesome. Anything more you want to add to your closing statement? Or is that everything you had? That's everything I got. Awesome. 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 Well, Rob Worst, what is Zatanna's last word? And you're on mute. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, this will be the last time you get a chance to hear me speak. So hopefully you'll take my words to heart as we remember that Zatanna, she is both half human as well as half magi. She is somebody that feels the need to prove herself because of that fact. She will always try harder. She also has the willingness to do things that others do not. As a result of that, she is of God-tier level when it comes to powers within the DC universe. It makes it difficult to cover a story uh, or a long-running series with a character that has that much power. Whether it goes to uh, Swamp Thing, Enchantress, June Moon, Dead Man, even Doctor Strange has trouble carrying a title because they're so overpowered. Cosmic Spider-Man very much the same wound up having to lose that power because it was just too much to for a writer to try and carry those storylines. Now, <clears throat> she didn't wipe, uh, mind wipe Dr. Light. She mind wiped Batman. She is willing to do this to hero and villain alike. This happened in an identity crisis. So this is a very recent story within the last 10 years. Because of her legomancy, she's able to channel her powers. So yes, in a fight, she's able to speak backwards and channel those powers. But just because she uses legomancy does not mean that that is her only source of using power. She is able to heal people, as has been done in the storyline of Batman Heart of Hush, where she even healed Selina Kyle after her heart was removed. Uh, she is also able to predict the future, very much the similar power that Cosmic Spider-Man has. At one point, even in a storyline that Batwing was involved in, part of the Bat family, she said explode backwards and exploded Bat armor. So she is willing to take on heroes and villains. This has been uh, example proof throughout the course of her tenure as a superhero. And she is a superhero. But it just shows she's willing to go the extra mile because she feels she's right in doing something. And an overpowered cosmic Spider-Man might be too big for his britches. And you know, while writing a spell in blood because she is bound and gagged shows that she is able to conduct spells while being mute, while being bound, while being restrained. So webbing will not help matters at all at this point. Now, again, I'm just going to leave you with this fact that whether Cosmic Spider-Man has had this power for one minute, one hour, or one decade, it does not matter when a person can just think of one word, one short word, die backwards, and your life is over no matter how powered you are because you're a man, not a god, who 
does feel that with great power comes great responsibility, and I cannot bring harm to those that are good. I thank you, and I rest my case. Awesome, awesome. Well, I thank you both. That was a great, great matchup. Here is the link one more time to vote if you guys have not voted. We'll let you get a few minutes so you guys can get the votes in there before we go final. So um, I would like to thank um, Rob, Rob again for subbing in for Mint Hunter Comics when he had to take care of his home stuff after the damage done by, <clears throat> I believe it was Ida and the flooding that was caused as a result. You know, thank you very much. You've been a, you've been a lot of fun every single time you've been on the knockout. You always bring a, a very fun perspective. So thank you very much, Rob, for joining us. And stay and stay puff. Um, thank you very much for being on the show, arguing for a Spider-Man character. So I had to have Spider-Man on there. So I reached out to a big another fan of Spider-Man, and just thank you very much for arguing Cosmic Spider-Man for me. No problem, man. So. Yes, very good arguments. I agree. Very good arguments. So be sure and vote. <clears throat> we got one vote for Satana already. So, <laughs> so, or hopefully, maybe. We'll see. All right. So let me bring up the poll. Share the screen. Let's see. Let me make sure it's the right one. Yeah. <clears throat> At the very beginning of this, I had the Battle Royale cosmic thing for all 24 contestants so if every all 24 went for the round at the same time you guys can vote on it and the win uh, top two will will do an exhibition match between the two and i'll be giving out a prize basically so if cosmic spider-man and zatanna receive the most votes they will go into one final matchup even if the, even if they lost both lost you know the first first second round and then whoever wins, I'll send it sends an AOK package too. So it's just a little fun thing I thought I'd do for there. So that way, even if you lose in the first round, you're not out until the very end. So let us see the results. When the results are Cosmic Spider-Man versus Atena. Oh my lord. Was a total, total wipeout. Everyone Damn. voted for dim legs. Oh, did you vote for yourself at least? I guess not. <laughs> Did you vote for me too? <laughs> I did not vote at all, man. I didn't even I, vote I, for I'm, myself. Wow. I, I didn't even vote because you know I, 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 I hope my arguments was channel the audience to vote my way, man. Like I shouldn't need a single vote for myself. <laughs> but damn, yeah. I, even yeah, if damn. I voted for myself, it's just been it's one vote. Spider Man, how can that one person vote for Spider Man? I'm just a girl Zero. with the uh, fishnets yeah. over like, here. I feel your pain. I feel your pain, Puff. When it was Batman Beyond versus Batman, and I was arguing for Batman Beyond, it was wipe out Batman 100%. I'm like, not one vote for me. So I went back and voted for me once. Just like have one dang vote. <laughs> so, well, well, that's the what way. Do, that's the way it blows, unfortunately. So, Cosmic Spider-Man does not get to live to see another day. I I, I guess the one word really did wipe him out. Yeah, one that one word. Damn. All right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> All right, man. So, you did a great job, Puff. Yeah. So, yeah. So, thank you very much, Puff, for joining us. Thank you for arguing Spider-Man. Like I said, it was a great, great thing. I got to have Spider-Man or Spider-Man character in every single season. So, 
Unfortunately, he did not make it to the second round. <laughs> but there's always a next season with another Spider-Man character. So thank you again, Rob, for... There was one thing that he could have pulled out of his hat as a what if. Mm-hmm. Now, what if, uh, you know, Zatanna had and gone have killed Mary Jane. That might have driven him over the edge enough where he would be willing to go ahead and do certain things he would not normally be willing to do and kind of let her kind of accidentally kill herself in the same way that happened to Norman Osborn in issue 122 of ASM. You know, that saying that made me think of the injustice in Superman and Joker you know, will happen the lowest there, so. Exactly. But yeah, this is a very good battle. So thank you everyone for joining me. We will tune in next time for episode six. We have Daymares versus uh, Hylia Comics, and it is Hulk versus Ghost Rider. So that is the next matchup, Hulk versus Ghost Rider. So another fun, fun matchup, so. Um, hopefully it's sooner rather than later because like I said with these uh, delays that happen with these last uh, two or three mat episodes you know I want to <laughs> I'm anxious to get the uh, rest of the season going because that's the last um, we're only almost halfway through the first round <laughs> it's a lot of fun and a lot of uh, people so we gotta finish this before hurricane season ends just in case right <laughs> yeah gotta finish it just in case so so stay tuned next season or next season, next episode for Hulk versus Ghost Rider. So again, thank you to my guests. Be sure to sub everyone up. You know, if you know, sub everyone up. Um, I don't have Rob Worst link in the description, but I'll, I'll have to get added in there. So and again, so and then Puff's uh, info is in the description. So sub everyone up because these are great channels that you should be following. So take no. care, everyone. See you guys next episode for the next round. And till then, happy collecting, and I'll see you guys next time. Play that, everybody. Bye. Rule one, don't die. <laughs>